You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up. Welcome to another episode of ADD Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, but with me, the actual host of the program, the owner, proprietor, CEO, CFO, head therapist, social media lead, head custodian, lead visual designer, UX maven, and travel czar, Elise Bacon. Bacon, how are you? Wait, the what maven? A UX. You know, for the Unreasonable Fridays mobile app. I don't know mobile. I was about to say the lead visual designer. You know what? I will take that because that was actually true. You're also. The, do we have a mobile app? How do we get a mobile app? Uh, you tell me. You're the. UX is there person. like? Is you're there the, like a make your own mobile app? Like well, app. Well, you're gonna have to contact the uh, app person. Um, you guys are working on that together, I imagine. Um, so Wait, you so let who's me the know. app person? Well, you should. Know is that. Justin you're the, the app you're, person? You're the UX person. Because Justin's with us. Hello, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the app person. I don't know. It sounds like you're the app person. Uh, my, my days of development are long past. I am absolutely not the app person. I don't know. It sounds like congratulations on your new position as the app person. I I, I will Elon Musk this. <laughs> I, I, I will burn this to the ground. How about that? I mean, I mean that's if you, fine. If you can make it fashion. Um, right. And then, yeah, if you can make it sexy, then that sounds fine. Like, okay, I I don't think we have a Twitter rant portion. So my intro will be the Twitter rant. This word that I'm trying to remove from my lexicon because it is not uh, good. But this person changed the home icon for Twitter to Doge to promote his Bitcoin, to promote his cryptocurrency, which miraculously jumped 30 points today. I was wondering why it was the dog. I was wondering what was up with that. It's part of his pump and dump scheme for his cryptocurrency. This is not the first time he's done a pump and dump scheme with his cryptocurrency, manipulating these blind followers. And he's going to get away with it again. Uh, visually, the idea is stolen. I, I feel like the idea is taken from Mario Day. The Switch, you, the Switch has that now when you um, go to the eShop. <laughs> it's a picture of Mario literally in the exact same position, doing the exact, in the exact same function that Dog serves, except when you go from screen to screen while it's loading. This is a picture of Mario doing Mario stuff. Yeah. And uh, I like yeah. to think that he stole his idea from um, some employee using the Nintendo Switch. All right, please continue. No, that's probably what it is. Like... He's not a nuanced comic. There is so person. much. So it's not a nu- not no, a he's not. He's not at all. And I get why people want to say, oh, he's trying to purposely tank Twitter. No, do not give him that much credit. He's no, he literally, like, he doesn't, he does not have that thought process. No, he's just bad at his job. Like, I saw, I saw an article that was saying that he's doing this to help usher in um, next wave GOP authoritarianism. And I'm like, you assume that he knows what those words mean. <laughs> He found a group of people that mm. worship him, and he is doing this to satiate his own ego. This nigga is textbook literal narcissist. Right. That's it. Lit- right. Textbook literal narcissist. People are feeding, are giving him what he wants, and in turn, he thinks he is the best. Like, 
The funny thing is nobody likes him. His followers don't like him. His his colleagues don't like him. His employees don't like him. His like every one of his businesses have to have like teams especially to manage him. Like other CEOs don't like him. Other fucking billionaires don't fucking like him. Nobody likes him. He's old money. And other old money doesn't like him. Right. That's diamond money. Yeah, like, old money doesn't like him. The seat, like the board of Tesla is trying to remove him because of his gross incompetence. They literally tried to remove him, and that is the funniest shit to me ever. Also with us, so I just want to introduce before we continue this rant, because I am here for this fucking Twitter rant, we have Mr. Bap. Hi, I'm here. All right. Continue rant. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really just here. I don't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, that's, I, I don't have anything else to say about Twitter. We, we told you what would happen when, he's get rid of ver- when he gets rid of verification. What I didn't see coming was all of these other companies refusing to pay what is effectively pocket change. Exactly. On no, 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 no. I expected it, actually. So the reason why I expected it is because, okay, I'm going to, I'm actually going to use the government as an example. Okay. So remember when Trump took over the administration, it was just like, I'm going to clean out the swamp. Right. And when he was, when he meant by that was like firing everybody. Right. And remember how we got a shit ton of leaks during that time, because what happened was, is when you fire people, you, remove necessary people and you make things unfunctional. And when you make things unfunctional, you fuck with other, other people's jobs. And you're making your, their jobs ass, which means those people no longer want to work with you, right? So I was, when he fired all of those people, he fired basically all of the cogs that are making Twitter work. It also meant like, like that, other people who are working with him are seeing this dysfunctionality and it is actively hard to work with Twitter. They're not going to pay money for something that one doesn't actually drive engagement Two doesn't bring people to their product. Like Twitter does not bring in the numbers. Like it was, it was already not bring starting to like not bring in the numbers that like people were hyping up for. Like you don't use Twitter to like bring in people unless like you have a specific niche kind of business that it would work for. Um, and like it doesn't work. So why would you spend money on something that is a pain in the ass to do and brings you no benefit? And it looks bad. And I'm not, I'm going to quote, like, I can't remember who said this. I really can't advertisers do not want to see their shit next to Nazis. They they don't want to see they 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 want to see their shit next to like look at what I made. They want to see it next to baby pictures. They want to see it next to hey I'm going on vacation. They want to see it next to like viral posts. They do not want to see it next to Nazis. Doritos wants to see their scheduled post directly following that little girl in Bianca Belair's WrestleMania intro being adorable. Yes. That's what they want. They want you to have those endorphins of seeing something cute and adorable and then associating that with Doritos. 
they they want they want to see their post like 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 them talking with another business and being sassy like they don't want to see nazis instead you get sportsbook every five seconds (laughs) <laughs> they, they don't they don't want to see it next to crypto because crypto is a scam and like bat pointed it out you notice a lot of the advertisers on twitter now are these gambling sites it's gambling and crypto <laughs> yep that also that. it's also there's been a there's been a rise in um you know, like the the gwyneth paltrow-esque health like health and diet companies that are just bullshit oh yeah the 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 get this thing because it's free of all of these chemicals and it's all natural because we're going back to that now after people because people are no longer inside yeah yeah it's all misinformation shit and so when I saw the New York Times release an official statement explaining why they weren't going to get their Twitter verification, I was like, okay, no, it's done. That that You're done now. Because the one value that Twitter had monetarily was the ability to disseminate news quickly. Whether that news is from a publication or from a famous person the ability to disseminate that quickly and be able to determine that it was the person that said it was. If you have LeBron James tweeting out that he's not going to pay the five, <laughs> then why am I on Twitter? And you, you know who's actually furious about this? Adam Silver is furious about this. I don't remember who Adam Silver is. is the, uh, the commissioner of the NBA. NBA. Yeah. There he's we furious. go. Why is he furious about this? Basketball viewership in terms of television viewership is down. Basketball engagement on social media sites exponentially eclipses the other leagues. Basketball depends on sites like Twitter for engagement because people are going to Twitter to see what LeBron is saying. They're going to Twitter to see what Kyrie is doing. They're going to Twitter to see who's talking about Ben Simmons. They're going to Twitter for their basketball content. These niggas ain't on TikTok. If they cannot verify that the content they are seeing is legitimate, that is going to decrease your engagement. Great purchase, Elon. Perfect. Perfect purchase. You know, oh, have you have you seen the new ver- the verified thing now? It's so, so weird. So, it's so, so first off, they had said that like, all the old ver- like the legacy verifieds were gonna lose their blue checks, right? Yeah. That hasn't happened. Nope. What has happened is if you click on that blue check, it says this person may is verified and maybe because they're either legacy verified or a paid subscriber. Because Elon saw that we were using this motherfucker paid for Twitter as an insult and now wants to lump those people that didn't pay for it in with that in hopes that he can bully them into paying for it. They're not going to pay for Twitter. Ain't fucking nobody is paying for Twitter (laughs) except for trolls. The funniest part about this is he's like, we have to do this in order to combat bots. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. Yo, so... People, botters. They don't realize, like, Twitter is a bunch of ornery motherfuckers. Not, not, like, not even just that. This, this take, taking aside personalities, okay? 
spotters don't care exactly. about spending $8. One, because uh, that $8 is fine enough for them to fund their goals. And two, a lot of them are using stolen credit cards. You, it doesn't matter how much money you spend if the credit card isn't yours. Yeah. Elon's going to get hit with chargebacks of the ass. I don't think he understands what a chargeback is. Can be completely honest, Bacon. That's because uh, he's never run a social media site or anything. Actually, no, he does know about chargebacks because of PayPal. I'm about to say he works <laughs> yes, PayPal. Because of PayPal. The yes. reason, yeah. part of the reason he got ousted from PayPal. <laughs> he got ousted from PayPal, by the way. <laughs> you could do some wild stuff back in the day on PayPal. Listen. <laughs> The internet used to be the wild, like pre-Web 3, used to be the wild, wild west. Like Web, web 1.0, Web 2.0. And like I, millennials having that unique experience of watching the birth of the internet, watching the evolution of the internet, the maturity yeah. of the internet, and now watching like what the, you had told me when I was 15 years old that 4chan would get Donald Trump elected president. I would have said, okay, future man. Sure. <laughs> Whatever Meanwhile, you say. Let me go back to Toontown, please. <laughs> now. Okay, Toontown. Toontown still exists, by the way. And I don't Are know you what serious? to about that. Yeah, I am dead serious. Oh, you know what's still in the league? Neopets. Yes, it is. Word. Not Word. only is Neopets still in the league, it is Yo, fully supported, revamped, revitalized. Neopets. I had the whole town. I had the, <laughs> I oh, had all the different brother uh, pets. My college homie. economics project is still going. <laughs> right. <laughs> Twenty years later. Listen. That most successful college product project ever. Okay, I got a throwback for you. Do y'all remember that Coca Cola? game like the coke club where it's like you make you make your person they had some of the best games no so like you make your person you have like a little club you go up and dj do a little dj set to make the music i can't be the only person that remembers this I, so i remember cookie clicker from the, the nabisco games like i remember okay. that but i don't remember coke now i was I didn't, with coke. I didn't i didn't play those games um but that was because I was playing other stuff. Yeah. I I got into the in, I got into the internet early. I was big new grounds person. Okay, so it was my Coke, and the whole setup was, you are like this person. You make oh, a person. Yeah. Okay, and like you DJ oh, your set. You could DJ house parties. You could yeah. DJ like big sets. Holy crap! Yes, I put this out my brain. Yo, <laughs> wow. Yo, I. I vividly Holy remember crap. this. I remember being in like sixth grade, be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill him with this. Put my little, <laughs> put my little set on, like, yeah, I kill him with this shit. And like they cheering in the background, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so it begins. So it begins. Nah, I was addicted to Nabisco games, like the shooting cookie game. Oh man. Oh, listen. So hold up. Do you remember Shattered Galaxy? Hold up. So. Nexus Games had this MMO called Shattered Galaxy. Imagine Command and Conquer Red Alert as an MMO. Oh. Where like every person controls their own indiv- 
individual army on the same map, and it's two teams going against each other. I can't imagine that being anything but amazing at brother fifteen or sixteen. My brother and I were on it, and it's like first, you, like so, like as you level up, you can get better units. You can expand the size of your army. So, like first, you only bring like six units in the battle. Then you can bring like 10, 12. You can mix and match. Some people were like air specialists. Some people were ground specialists. Like it was very interesting. And the map was like it was a giant map. There were two factions. They were all like battling over the map to see who could win the season or whatever. That was some coordinated shit going on. That, was, that like, the, was that around the time of Bacon? Did you did you do Shockwave when they had the all the little shooting games and stuff? I, with Shockwave? I did. I yes. did Shockwave. Yes. I, Man, I used to I used to lie so my, much. I'm coding. Man. Listen, my secret <laughs> my secret addiction is 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 little little top down shooters. Oh my god! I, had the first, like people uh, people don't. don't rem- it, it is that is like a bacon fact that people just do not remember. Is I am a fucking sucker for like top down shooters and little side scrolly shooter thingies. Well, it, it doesn't matter. It could be so. it could be a fucking flash game. Like it does not matter. It could be Ar- random Japanese arcade game. I am a sucker for them. All right, we're taking this trip down flash memory lane. Do y'all remember Zhao Zhao? Yes. Yes, I remember that. That it's okay. Junior year high school. One of my programming projects was making a flash animation. You, so clearly I should have known coding was in my future because in that class the the first assignment we got I knocked it out in like 15 minutes and the teacher was like I haven't even explained to you how to set up classes yet I'm like well yeah but if you just do this and this it kind of explains itself and I'm like okay cool so you're gonna be that kid in my class cool <laughs> I have to I have to find a way to challenge you or else you're not going to show up <laughs> so I made my own Zhao Zhao animation of course you did this motherfucker. I know, right? I basically just did a shot-for-shot remake of the um, Matrix. Not the intro, but when they're on the rooftop, I did a shot-for-shot mm-hmm. of that fight. Oh, of course, yeah, because that's when he, yeah, that's when he dodges the bullet. Why wouldn't you do? That? Yes, exactly, because he dodged the bullet. He dodged <laughs> the bullet. <laughs> Yeah, what other part <laughs> is cooler than that? We're still not entirely over that as a community, by the way. I realize we we never really <laughs> <did not laughs> process that. It that was, was bullet time was something that we had never seen before. I know, but the way he dot him dodging those bullets in particular, we've never we still pop for it all the time. It's still yes. cool all the yes. time, just in isolation. The re- whatever we we've kind of picked apart the Matrix series, but him dodging bullets on that rooftop is always gonna work forever please continue yes no but I, it, it, I don't think the kids understand what a what a moment the matrix was yeah i mean i don't think you can right like it's that's not something that can happen anymore because everything is the internet yeah this was like welcome to the internet <laughs> i remember my um my homie my uh this family that we like my military families you know they they bond together and then as they separate they still find ways to link up and click whatever my homies have come through and they said hey have you seen the matrix and i'm like the what they're like nope i have this dvd we're watching this 
they didn't even start the movie at the beginning. They just started it at the lobby where they're walking through the metal detectors. And I'm like, what is this? Why did everybody do that? <laughs> that, that okay, so to... to that, that was literally my introduction to The Matrix. Mm-hmm. That is everybody, everybody is. who like didn't watch it from the beginning, like like when somebody showed it to them. That is what happened to all of them. They're like, I'm going to show you this. And I'm like, why didn't you show me from the beginning? Because it came on TNT a lot. And you would just catch it at that part. Exactly. All the time. Exactly. Nigga, I did not have TNT. I did oh, not have cable enough. for a long time. <laughs> well, that's so what wow. I saw. That's what I saw. Like that. It used to be so funny. You walk in and be like, okay, oh, Matrix is on. I know what I'm doing for the next hour and a half. Yep. <laughs> We're old. Not only that, like, I'm, I, don't, I don't know if we would go into the Matrix too hard, but the series was doomed by the quality of the last 30, 45 minutes of that movie. You ever see something like yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, it's kind of how Marvel is kind of scrambling after the quality of the last Avengers movie. It's kind of like still been kind of kind of get its footing after it, almost you're almost so good. You did something so good that you have to then stop. But you then you can't because, you know, you got to make this money. And also some stories just continue. But it's just one of those things that like hamstrung the series. How good the end of the first Matrix was. That's 45 minutes of that movie. Yeah. But anyway. Wakashi siblings did their thing. They're so fucking weird. (laughs) I'm okay with it. They are the perfect kind of weirdos to make that movie. Right. No, they are. They're also fucking weird. Right. I mean, they made Speed Racer. Come on, guys. Okay, Speed Racer. Okay, I, I, tangent. Uh-oh. That fucking movie is fantastic and it is. brilliant, it is. It and is. I do not understand everybody who bitches about how terrible it is because I'm like, you hate fun. Who like, hates Speed Racer? This it's so wildly unpopular. It's a generational thing, though. We're no, right it, in that it, frame. It, it it is wildly unpopular. I'm sure it's fun. Like it is just unabashed. No, a lot of fun. people hate Speed Racer. Like the it's movie also people hate it. Perfect fan service. Yes. Like I people be like, well, it's not my Speed Racer. I'm like, your Speed Racer was trash. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and the I show think, wasn't but good. I think you've stumbled upon a real issue that people who take in media <laughs> don't realize is even if you enjoy it, it might be garbage. And a direct homage <laughs> like, to the garbage that you like might also be garbage because it has to be. Speed Racer is one of those things. I don't know what to tell you, boss. And, 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 and listen, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be real. Like, the Japanese version of it is also not good. It's not good. Speed Racer on its face is not good. I still but love Speed Racer. It, and it, it's an iconic old show that right. is a breakthrough in animation for its time. That does not make it good. Yes, <laughs> It it is iconic though, and it's like and so like the Speed Racer that they did is they went off of the American version, which is has like I don't even know how many fucking episodes that was cut out of it from the Japanese version because of licensing issues and voice acting and all kinds of stuff. So like there's actually like a chunk of stuff like missing from it, but like at the same time like it's like it 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 the purpose of it wasn't fantastic writing. Nope. It was the animation. And the, the movie encapsulates, like, all of, like, the heart and feeling of Speed Racer. And it's just fun. Can I ask y'all a question? Yes. What about? So, in the Speed Racer cartoon, why the fuck did they put that monkey in the trunk? 
Like, I'm not tripping, right? They, they had a monkey on that show. I'm not tripping. Yes. He looking yeah. And they put his ass in the trunk from time to time. I'm yeah. not tripping. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> how, how else you going to get to the blitz? Chim like, chim, yes. He had a yes. tool in the trunk. So, you know. Why? <laughs> the fuck was that about? I have no idea. <laughs> It's a what is was it 1970s 1980s? Oh yeah, it was 1970s early 80s. Yeah. Yeah, it is an it is an old animation. I don't know why you're asking like I don't know why you're asking these questions. Like there is nonsense. Um, <laughs> this I, is essentially like what young people would look at us and they would be like, look, this is old. Like we would look at. Uh, it's it's like one of the earliest shonens. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's it's great. 1967. 1967. There we go. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you're expecting anything from the 1960s to be good. Nothing from the 1960s is good. They said said that the monkey and the the little kid are related. I'm done. Okay. They're family. We we have a show. Yeah. Um. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, we're going to start the show, but that's the first lesson of the show is something you might enjoy might be trash. Keep that in mind at all times. Thank you. Please continue. <laughs> oh, Birdemic. I, I love Birdemic from the bottom of my heart. It is absolute garbage. <laughs> it might be the worst movie ever made. And I'm sorry, I Birdemic? So <laughs> Hello, garbage? I love garbage. Uh, I oh, like God. the Boys and Girls Guide to Getting Down, which is pretty problematic. Is, is, it, is it on Netflix? Can I watch it on Netflix? It used to be. I don't know where it is now. I thought it was on Amazon last time I saw it. I ain't, Amazon ain't getting shit for me. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Um, Bacon, while you watch the video that I've just posted in the chat, I understand you in videos, but just trust me on this one. This is a video with a purpose. It's fine. I'll, I will force okay. myself to. Um, you don't even have to get that far into it. I think once you just click on it, you'll understand what kind of movie this is. Uh, so we wanted to come just talk about the things that we are enjoying lately. Um, what Aaron wanted to talk about was Wild Hearts and the Hammer Mechanic. And before we all got together, I was watching the video for that. And Aaron can go into more in depth about it, but I appreciate games that have good feedback or that have good uh, good gaming loops. Mm-hmm. Like, Combat in Spider-Man feels very fluid and kinetic, and you feel like a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It just feels good to be Spider-Man. Yep, that's essentially what this is, right? Like, yeah. it's all feel, right? It's it's not anything but feel for this because the game is. Dose can talk about it too, but the game's ugly. Like, it's not very pretty at the moment. Like, I had a four K upgrade uh, upgrade recently, but. It's really just all about like the monsters and the um, mechanics more than anything. Like the category or category mechanic is uh is very interesting. Like it's able to be expanded, and like in this next update, they just putting a new one in. So like they're putting a spinning top that you can make in to hit the animals. Like there's so much potential in this game, and I'm just so mad that they rushed it out like this. Good old EA. Couldn't hold it down for another two months. I'm a, in a buggy mess. Yeah, I don't... I'm not I'm not gonna... I, I, I've kind of got like a... We're in a pandemic. We've been in a pandemic because 
been in a pandemic, there's a level of grace I've been giving everybody because all of these pandemic games, literally almost all of them have been a bit of a mess. Like there's at least some kind of quirk or issue uh, with literally all of them. Like any of them that like the bulk of the production happened in like 2019 and 2020, like it's, it's 21. Like it's kind of a wrap. It's uh they're, they're all kind of messy. So what, what I wish that they had taken from this, what I hope that they take from this is to stop announcing uh, dates unless yes. until it's in QA. <laughs> like like don't release don't release dates unless until it's like in QA or about to move into QA like just don't do it like talk to your stakeholders but like don't be releasing these dates and uh let the let the games cook like just so I'm gonna put something cook. in the in the chat for y'all um, regarding wild hunts, I put a couple things in there. I'm sorry if their links are a little broken. Um, but these are the things that make me excited about wild hunts. Like, it's flexibility. Like, the hammer mechanic is literally, you can go anywhere on the skill tree and find any uh, sort assortment of weapons. Like, their hammers can cut, they can slash, and they can do... Um, whatever the other homo damage is what they call it. And like, it gives you a reason to keep grinding, grinding different um, animals, right? Like different monsters. Um, and I, I, I genuinely just think that if people, it's, it's a 10 hour trial that's out. I would say this is a game you play with friends. Like if you are not looking for something that's really, really pretty, like Monster Hunter is out. And it, it doesn't look as good as Monster Hunter Rise. I'm going to be completely honest. That's on Game Pass. It might be getting a good deal there. However, if this ever goes on sale, this is the game to get if you like Monster Hunter. Like, at least just for the skill tree. Um, and give it a try. Um, Aaron, what did you try any of it? Or did you just look at it and was like, nope. Okay. Um, I, I, it's funny. I've spent a month and a half avoiding... Um, the direct microphone uh, passing in front of me about this because I don't. I I mean, you said they fixed it, how it looks. Um, I had played Monster Hunter Rise. It's on Game Pass, so it was already there. And then I played Wild Hunts, and I was just like, I put it on, and I was like, why are all the settings on low? And why is this 85 gigs for a game with all the settings on low that doesn't look better than Monster Hunter? And then I was like, I'll come back later because I had a three-hour free trial, and I wasn't going to spend all three hours if I didn't like how it looked. So I'll be back, and I might be back tonight from the sounds of it. Uh, it, I mean, it is it is definitely a game that you have to play with a friend, right? Like, even if you just call people in, like another thing, for whatever reason, the multiplayer community is rocking. Like, I'm always able to get into a new hunt anywhere. And it's mostly uh, Chinese players uh, playing now. And when I go to the, because each island, um, essentially, you use your category to set up traps around your island. And you can set them up differently than how, like, your friend sets them up. So you might have zip lines everywhere, but he might have, like, aerial boost things that when you use your helicopter move, it floats you into the air. Some of these 
uh, Chinese people and what they did with this island is crazy. I'm talking about zip lines going everywhere, up and down mountains, and you're flying everywhere. It's it's an experience that you, like I said, you you got to get in the mood for it. I think the weapons are all great. I think they play differently than Monster Hunter. Thank God. Um, and yeah, I, like I said, I just I really enjoyed this. All I've been playing for like the last week or last month, actually. So get it if y'all can, or just you know, it's a ten hour trial on EA. Oh, it's ten. So if you have Game Pass, oh yeah, it's ten hours. It's not. Yeah, a I'm a three. I'm a running back. So they so they so they lay it. So they got those settings. They nudge those settings up to medium. Huh? We yeah, out we out here. Let's go. Not they nudging these settings up to me. Listen, here's the deal. Uh, I just found out. I'll go on. I'm going to send you a picture of my last, um, this is the last picture I'm going to send y'all, but um, it is a picture of the latest thing I unlocked. And (laughs) it's real dumb. And I I think you all are going to laugh when y'all see this. And it's literally three button presses. One, there you go. It's a big ass hammer. That just smacks motherfuckers in the head. It's a one-use item that you can hit over and over and over and is over. Is that a trap with a giant hammer? Yes. It's just a, hit- it is a trap set into the ground that's got like this um uh it, it's got kind of like a pullback mechanism, and at the end of it is this giant ass cartoon wooden hammer that's just like it- once, once the once the core gets cut, it's just ready to just like smash whatever in the face. And bacon. What if I told you if you look down, you'll see how big it is compared to the hunter. <laughs> oh my god, the hunter is itty. The hunter is a lollafell. The hunter is three foot two compared to it. Yeah. So I mean, oh, and you combine those. So like for me, I hit the left trigger, and then combine three jump pads because you can use a jump pad just by hitting the left trigger and B. And it'll make a jump pad that you can jump on automatically. There's a fucking bunny attack. on this giant. There's a there's a carved bunny on this giant cartoon it hammer. It is. It's great. This hammer this hammer trap is really fucking ridiculous. I'm not gonna be playing this game though because I got too much. I got too much. I got too much. You got so many. I got. I got. Right I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give give anybody's hopes. I've got. I'm on a. I'm on a single player video game mission that I gotta finish. And um. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive is on Game Pass, and oh I got God. some asses to beat. So, like, it's uh, I'm a I'm a be occupied, but I appreciate giant cartoon hammers. That yeah. that is kind of my life. I won't I won't talk about it too much more, but yeah, I, I really genuinely think that is one of the. If EA had taken their time, I know they're probably afraid of a like a Monster Under Six announcement coming soon, which I, of course, but if they had taken just like another two because they've already added three monsters three new monsters like if they had just taken another two months this game would probably be where it needs to be sales wise i don't think we might get a wild hunt hearts too but Um, that's for them They, they should blame themselves for that um it depends that's gonna be one of those games that gets released twice now mm, one, that's oh, one of the that's one of the uh that's one of the hallmarks of the covid game now is you get a game that comes out and then it gets released again um with dlc and then you get the game of the year edition and it gets repurposed one good time 
So we'll see when the game comes out oh, again. You're, this you're hitting fall. the monster hunter thing too, Aaron. My bad. I mean, to interrupt you. Oh, you didn't interrupt me at all. Please continue. Yeah, they're doing a monster hunter thing. It's free DLC for life. Right. So then they can release the game. So right. Then they can release. They're gonna the drop that price on it and just put it out the door. So, right. Yeah. If you want, if you ever want to get down, y'all just hit me up and I'll, I'll absolutely log on and hit people in the head with hammers. I'm with them. Bacon, let's talk about all the games you have. All of them. All No, 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 no. I am playing. Well, no, I'm Pokemon Violet is on hold temporarily. Um, well, I put all this work into Octopath 2 because Yeah, y'all not getting me on that Pokemon crack. Oh yeah, we are. Oh yeah, we'll get you. We're gonna get you. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so listen, Pokemon the 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 latest Pokemon game is very good. Like gameplay wise, gameplay wise, it's very good. Like it's it's I loved Sword and Shield, but um the gameplay in uh uh Violet and Scarlet is something special. Like they like underneath the game underneath the jank with the game, and a lot of the jank got patched out, which I've never thought I'd ever see game freak patch anything patch anything right <laughs> anything so that was hilarious um hopefully the next game takes three years not two years um but underneath like the jank like there there's a very special game it's good the writing's great my only my the only thing that annoys me there's only one small well two small things that annoy me and it is i want more control over my um Appearance. Mm. I they just, did good in Sword and Shield, though. Surprisingly, compared to what I what I was used to at a Pokemon, it's been a while. Well, but. no. So, so the most the most um, control we've had over like outfits was in X and Y. We have okay. never had it as extensive as X and Y, and okay. I want them to release a game that is as extensive outfit wise as game as X and Y. Um, Sun and Moon, it was less, and then Sword and Shield, it was even less. And really? then this one, the only the only thing that you can you can change are hats and sh- you're wearing a Catholic school uniform. So when you're wearing a Catholic school uniform, you can only change the non-essential uniform parts of the uniform. So this is a more this 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 Catholic school uniform ha- rules are clearly more lax than others. But like you can change your shoes and your socks and your backpack and your hats. But if you have a Negro hairstyle, you can't wear a hat. And that also made me mad because oh. some of the NPCs have Negro hairstyles and they can wear and they're wearing hats. So I don't know why the the character can't wear hats outside of like jank reasons. Um but gameplay wise, it's great, and um, it's very easy to play with friends. Like it is so much easier. It has never been easier to play a Pokemon game with friends. Uh, LJ can, uh, Jessica can definitely talk more about that. Like, you can just hop into someone's game, and you'll we'll both just exist in the game. Y'all, are y'all don't have to play together. You can you can hunt Pokemon together, or they can go off and do their own gym battles. You can do your own thing oh, and just wait, exist. Y'all can separate. Yes. Whole yes. oh, for real. Yes. Separate the entire length of the unlocked map. Y'all don't have to be in like the same like. No. What was the, what no. Was the, 
field area for sword and shield? No. I don't have to be there? No. no. Wow. Okay. That doesn't exist. Game Freak, let me do this show out a little bit. It is a true open world game. Weird. Okay. With a with a separate person in there. So like you could be you could be doing a gym battle on one end of the map. Your other person could be doing a gym battle on the opposite end of the map, and you're both existing in the same world together. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm maybe next paycheck. I'm like, hmm. The only thing I haven't tested is if you can watch someone else's gym battle. I think you can because you can watch all the other battles that like the random encounters. You can watch those. Really? You can watch trainer battles. So I think if you show up in the audience of someone else's gym battle, you can watch the actual gym battle happen. That's wild. My, oh yeah, my skit gripe, it's not like a big gripe. It's like, it's just a sad face. It's not, it's not anybody's fault. It's just Sword and Shield had the best gym battle ambiance. And that soccer stadium, yes, the soccer stadium was wild. The music, yeah. the music was a fan chant, mm. Justin. The music was a literal fan chant. Like they, just, they designed the music to be to sound like fans chanting. Yes, and like it really, like it, the entire ambiance of the gym that battles in Sword and Shield, like made it feel like like doing the thing. Yeah, and it's just like. It feels, I know for Scarlet and Violet, they're trying to go for like a more intimate environment, but I want the grandiosity. I want the production. I want to feel like Asagi crushing someone's dreams after <laughs> I beat them in a gym battle. Well, especially, like that's, especially too, because like the whole point of like Scarlet and Violet is you're finding your treasure. So like you can, yeah. do, and you can do anything. Well, then like, all aspects should be like really grand feeling. So like it exactly. feels like, no, this is what my treasure is. Yeah. So. And like I said, like I get the intent. I just do not feel like it was executed. It's execution. Like it, it, I got what they were going for. It just didn't hit with me. I, I prefer, the, I prefer the big lights. I prefer the stage. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Same. So like, I, like it was, it was definitely one of those, like, like I don't hold it against the game like yeah. at all. But I was just like, oh, my fan chance back. I did. I like I, I, that was something, too, with like uh, Sword and Shield, where I constantly want to go back and redo the gym battles in Sword and Shield because the gym battles were so punchy. They were so fun. But listen, I fucking love that Flamingo. Yes. It turns out that what like one of my favorite Pokemon is actually one of the top best competitive Pokemon in Scarlet really? and Violet. Yeah. Flamingo. Because Flamigo, say that again. Flamigo. <laughs> Fantastic. Continue. It is a flamingo that is fighting. And I mean, at a certain at a certain point, did they just give up? Like, did they just? Uh, they like, okay. You know, what? you know what? You know what? Though they gave when you catch flamingo, you can you can catch flamingo with double kick. Is that spe- I'm I'm oh, I'm not the best Pokemon person. No, no, no. I need you to understand. It's a flamingo. What do flamingos look like? <laughs> and they have double. And you catch it with the ability double kick. Like, I just, it, it's too. I don't even like fighting types. And this is the second game where they threw a fighting type at me, and I'm like, well, this is my baby. It was Phalanx in the last game, and now it's I thought flamingo, she was a fairy flamingo in this one. Didn't you have a fairy deck or a fairy? Uh, I am a fairy trainer yeah, to the core. And they keep giving me really cool 
bug types and fighting types, and these are the least two favorite of my types. I don't give a fuck about these types. Um, this also reminds me that I need to catch, I need to uh, do some trades with Walga because Walga is just throwing shinies at me left and right. I've got all the starters in shiny form. Uh, Fue Coco, by the way, in shiny form is pink. Oh, neat. It's hot pink. It's adorable. I actually love him more because he's pink. Sensation. Just to let y'all know on the side note, Wanga got to connect for literally the Wanga's plug. Oh, yeah. Wanga, 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 Wanga is the plug, and Wanga is my Pokemon plug. He got the, he got the plug he in general. Like, we don't talk enough about how he's the most interesting man in the world. Um, it is. We don't talk enough about it. Like, shout outs to Wanga. He's a longtime listener, fan of the show. We talking about you, homie. He out here everywhere and he just and I'll, it, it, you ever talk about him and all of a sudden you see him pictures he's on he's, he's seeing movies on red carpets he's at wrestling events dapping it up with every available person there every wrestler every actor everyone involved just dapping him up with wonga how who is this person because <laughs> yep, so they look like they are happy to talk to him right that's <laughs> my i don't get it that's the thing, because you see, you ever see fans when they're interacting with famous people, and the famous person's like, mm, and the fans are like, yay, and that's the common dynamic, and that's cool, <laughs> but everyone's like, hey, every single picture with every actor, every wrestler, every musician, hey, Wonga, every time, how? Everybody's hey, happy I'll... to see Wonga, Everybody's Wanda's happy to see that dude, including me, Listen. if he pulls up in Texas, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit, How? He sent my daughter a whole box of freaking uh, Marvel. I don't even know where he got these from. I think he got them custom made or something. He just gave us a whole box of them from Australia. Bruh, and oh, if, no, don't worry about it. And if your daughter saw him in the street, your daughter would know who he is on site. Be like, oh, shit, that's Wonka. What up? What up, nigga? Exactly. Exactly. She would know who he is. How? <laughs> anyway, I want to get on it. How? And he's a very nice person. He's a delightful <laughs> motherfucker. He, he, peak delightful. That fuck. Who knew? Australia had uh, good good folks. <laughs> no, just Wonga. Just Wonga, kind of. But, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't Wanga. really know nobody else. Really? But, oh, I, I mean, I, I do, but Wonga's the homie. Absolutely. So, yeah. Y'all should see Aaron's face. I, I know we are recording is it's not digital but y'all y'all can see his face talking here's about the deal. here's the deal i have you rarely ever meet a truly delightful person there are people who work for a yes, lot of people but true. you never meet someone who is delightful all the time to everybody and it uh, and so i'm just like i'm just like protect this motherfucker just on principle just for just one arm guard <laughs> that would love him to death <laughs> just one really i would be really happy to be on wanga detail Making sure he's okay, <laughs> vibing all day with the homie. Please continue. I'm not even. That's it. I, I just, mean, you might. What? You're probably gonna meet somebody or a couple people during the right. day, so you know, it'll be worth it. Everybody be happy to see him. Anyway, please continue. Continue. <laughs> As I was saying, Walk is my shiny plug, um, but I had to put Pokemon on hold. Um, so I finished my school quarter, um, all pretty much almost all games except for raiding in Final Fantasy. I was just raid logging in Final Fantasy uh, because I um, spent a lot of this school quarter very sick. And I had to make up 
we do quarters here instead of semesters, but it's the same amount of work. So take the amount of work that you, like school work in six, cram it in 10 weeks. And that is a quarter school quarter. And that's my life. Uh, and so I had to do four, I do like a whole quarter worth of work in like four weeks. And in that time during finals, Octopath Traveler 2 dropped and I just had to leave it wrapped on my desk in as like a golden like when you finish your last presentation you may play this game and I want and then like after being like sick for like a week because I had a massive fallout from like recovering uh from finishing up school I passed all my classes yeah congratulations I want to stop my classes I passed all of my classes with above the GPA I needed to pass there you go (laughs) <laughs> did you almost break though? Because I know that you had it for oh, so I, I, long. I, 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 I was broken like with two weeks left. <laughs> like I was already, like I was already, I was done. I was done. I was just like crying my way through the last couple of weeks. It was, it was bad. <laughs> but I still had enough in me to make a meme of my final presentation. Uh, I definitely put some Final Fantasy references in there. <laughs> <laughs> I put I put the 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 um, advertisement copy pasta in the background as like you know you know those you know the graphic design where there's like text in the background all light so I put the uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is a critically acclaimed MMO copy pasta in the background like that as decoration and then I also cover I like put paisas all over paisas are this strange bird looking creature with like very vapid looking eyes and they're fucking adorable and I love them. Did you get the mount? Huh? Did you get the mount? I don't have mount money for a paisa, but if somebody wants to buy me a paisa, I would love them forever. I did buy I did buy myself the balloons though and I shouldn't have, but I could not I'm a Lala fell and that was required. I mean it is required you're a Lala. I'm a Lala fell. It's balloons. (laughs) They're giving away Stormblood. And it's permanent. Like I, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought it was only for 10 days. So if you get it during that time frame, oh. you have it. It's yours. They're, they're not taking oh. it back. There's no take backsies. Yeah. Oh. As long as your sub is active, you just have Stormblood. That's like almost Shatterbringers. Like, that's wild. Yep. It's good. I mean, we are that's, past that's, way like two expansions past that, though. No, yeah. no, no. It's okay. This is great marketing. I really love how they do their marketing. I'm not gonna lie. They they they're really smart with it. Um what I what I okay, so I don't know if well, you all have probably figured this out by now. I'm off of Twitter. And like yeah, it has been know. it has been so great just for my own mental health and well-being to not be on the hell site. Um, but I still get sent tweets. And like I figured out like, what what a lot of my issue was was responding to things like looking at things and feeling the compulsion to respond. So I'm like, oh, if I, I don't re- have that. <laughs> if I remove that from me, then I won't have the compulsion to respond and I'll be a happier person. And lo and behold, I'm a happier person. Someone sent me um, someone trying to be snarky saying, hey, Final Fantasy 14 released their worst expansion for free. And they said, I don't want you to look at that tweet. I just want you to look at everyone responding to this. I thought you'd appreciate it. And it's everyone saying, no, Stormblood's actually really fucking good. It is. Like, pacing issues aside, it's really good. And if you play it on one shot, then the pacing issues don't matter. I mean, it's also true. 
Like it's I mean, all out there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. They're still there, but they matter less. Yeah, I mean, you can you can put it as well. You can get past those quicker because they're they're not coming out piecemeal, right? Yeah. You know, that's all I was saying. But yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. There are some there are some tricky parts in there. The well, Zeno like, stuff was kind of weird, but well, it's cause it's just because there's two writers. And it's not like it? it. Yes. So it's not just like it's not just that there's two like there's multiple writers who write the whole thing. Right. But the the difference with Stormblood specifically is there were two people in charge of the writing direction. Mm. So so they basically went. This writer is in charge of this section of narrative and like all of the narrative like direction of it. And then this person is in charge of the other narrative direction. So. And then they had to connect those. They had to work together to connect those. Wow. Was so, Ishikawa a part of it? The the writer for Heaven's Word did the Girabanian side. Oh. The writer for Shadowbringers and Endwalker did the, did Doma, the Doma side. side. Yep, that makes so, sense. And so, you feel it. Yep. And so, like, for me, it's not a pacing issue. It's a two completely different writing styles yeah. and writing directions that don't mesh well together. So it's not it's and and I can see where people are like it's saying it's because of pacing. But if one of the, if one writer had done the was in charge of the direction for the entire thing, it would have felt differently. Yeah, if that like, makes sense. The dope, the doma section feels like a traditional three-act story that's supposed to be act two and the heaven's word writer tried to instead of acknowledging that a three-act story had already taken place tried to put their own three-act story at the end of it and it feels very clunky i will say though they found a stride with Dungeons and Trials at that point because Sukiyomi. Oh, buddy. Right. Boy. right. But, buddy. But, but that's also like Stormblood is also when they nailed, when they honed in on where they were going with Dungeon and oh, absolutely. Uh, with an, um, trial and raid direction, like mm-hmm. their, their combat direction and how they were stylizing things. That's when they um, honed in on that. That's when you really see like, that's like when you really see the um, the arenas, like you could use the arenas as guides. Right. There are lines on the floor. Shots. So good. But the funny part is you don't even need to look at the floor because if you look at the model, it's going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm, yeah. I'm going I'm to tell you right now, I am a savage raider. You fucking have to look at the floor. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if you're raiding savage, that's different. Like, <laughs> I remember doing that first dungeon for Stormblood and I hit bacon up. I was like, yo, this dungeon feels different. And you were just like, oh no, it's time. Welcome to the actual, welcome to 14. Like it's actually started now. And then you got addicted just like the rest of us. But, oh no, I I was addicted. So I did the oh, first no. try. He was addicted before. He, like he, he, this is why LJ and I are friends. This is why Justin and I are homies. He was sitting through Heaven's Word with the exact same problem I was having, which is when are we bringing Al Amigo? <laughs> yes. I'm sitting there like, yo, uh, I'm not saying Ilbert was right, but my G had a point. We have an army. We now have dragons. Like, like it was, it, it we wasn't even finished. Like, like, 
every single thing that was happening as he was going through Heavensward, he's like, but al amigo when? And I'm like, Justin, this is why I love you and appreciate you. <laughs> Same brain cell. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm like, I'm like, Heavensward is not my favorite. <laughs> it was the only 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 thing has Heavensward is to me is one step closer to whirl it. Because I believe whirl it might be the saddest piece of content oh ever played oh on the face of the planet. Like it is worse than near, and near is sad. That shit. Okay. Is on a different is, no, buddy. Listen. Did you do the extra quest? I after did. The near I did. Raid? Yes. Yes, there, I did. There oh, is. Yes, I did. There is not a single storyline in all of Shadowbringers that did not make me cry. Fucking Jesus. every single one of them made me cry, and I was very upset about it. I was like, I have no more. Even the fucking crystalline mean. If you finish all of it and then you yes. do like the last one, I was sobbing by the end of it. Oh. I was just like. I need you to stop taking my tears. I have none left to give, which is why I've been very thankful for Endwalker. I know a lot of yes. people are still like very into like the ancients and wall and like the past. And I'm just sitting here like, can we go forward, please? Yeah. Because I am I am done. I am spent. I have <laughs> I have given all of my emotions for like six years. I need to move forward. <laughs> and I think that's why a lot of people didn't like Endwalker because yeah. the narrative and it's not the narrative of Endwalker is not subtle at all. It is telling you to let go and move forward. Yep. The game itself and it, it it's about as subtle as Oda's leftist manifesto. <laughs> you have to let go and move on. You have to move for the final the final sequence before the last dungeon and trial is you literally walking through your most painful moments going forward and past them the Jesus game is not subtle it's oh my God, telling you and, no. and and all of the patch content which this is all related to like what we're having fun and what we're enjoying right now because mm -hmm. this is we haven't oh, really so justin and, i haven't had justin here to talk about this <laughs> um They've been tying up, so every single narrative loose thread, they have been neatly wrapping it up in a bow. Like, the 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 current content, usually what they do with, like, the expansion content is the end of expansion content leads into the next expansion. They have told us we're not going to find out what is, where we're going with the next expansion until, like, 6.556.58. By then, the current main story quest, which doesn't seem very connected to like it, it the current main story quest, like all of the all of this like post Endwalker stuff, feels like it's going to wrap up before the next expansion. Yeah, because they might be able to fix the thirteenth before then. Like, like we are where we are currently at. Like we are in the thirteenth, and if you have played Final Fantasy four. There, there are not it's about to happen. We, we don't have any. There are two trials left in the expansion, and we, we already got everybody. One. Like we already we, know one. We've only got like like I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen. So like, and one of the major narrative threads that was left over was like what's happening in the thirteenth reflection, and it's, it's like I we finna find out. Yeah. Like, like they have they every single like side quest 
has been tying up every single loose thread. And I appreciate it because it means that when 7.0 hits, we're starting fresh. Yeah. We are starting completely fresh, baby. They, with this latest, they just released a new deep dungeon, Eureka Orthos. It explains where deep dungeons come from. Huh. I haven't been on since Eureka. So I have to oh. go on. Uh, yeah. do, you, do you want me to tell you? Sure. I mean, I, I don't care about Eureka. So all of don't the tell deep me. Dungeons, I'm not done yet. All no, of no, the deep dungeons. Me. I'm not done yet. All of the deep dungeons are elegant facilities. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, of course. That makes sense. No, I mean, they're yeah, actually like this. elegant lab facilities and they're just hidden. And huh. and she even, like she even says, like, you'll probably find more of them in your travels. Oh, great. I, they're even wrapping up the uh, Hydaelyn's followers. That whole uh, thing. The What is the, the gods? What do we call well, our we, gods? We don't know what the gods are. Well, but uh, what do we call them? The, no, I mean the twelve. We we the twelve. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. So we we yeah. don't know what the twelve are. We don't. The, there's yeah, we don't know that they're Heidelin's followers, but we don't know who they are. But they're but they're wrapping that up too, which is yeah, wild. They're, they're wrapping that up. They're they're the, wrapping up what the fuck is La Habrea with the raids? They're wrapping <laughs> up the lambs of Dalamud from one dot They're right. wrapping up the lambs of Dalamud from one dot Like. They, they're going to 7.0 as a brand new game and I know Blizzard has to be looking at them like, wait, you can do that? You Ooh. can fucking do that. You can also do it with a cohesive storyline that like anybody can follow and isn't required to do hard content to find or find or like read outside content for. Yeah. Yeah. Final um, Fantasy is great. Yeah, it, it's great. Um, no, I got one more thing on that. Another thing that 14 does great, narrative catharsis. Oh my God, yes. Because I, I just took um, MC through Dead Ends and The Final Day. God, that's such a good day. The first time you run those, they're so good. When, when hearts align, when that track kicks in and you realize, oh, this is my boss music. Mm-hmm. That enrage meter, this is my enrage. Like, they actually flip the enrage mechanic for the last boss. It's your enrage. It's the boss trying to outlast your enrage. Yeah, that's that is. Yes. So good. The integration of gameplay and narrative is just second to chef's kiss. I mean, chef's just kiss. anytime now that we have to summon people like that in itself. Yeah, we have a reason now, and it's dope. <laughs> like everything has a reason. I love God. I have yeah. to log back in. And and now we're gonna get 7.0 and no one's gonna know what's happening. I can't wait for people Yo, to have he their got theories. that weird smile on his face. It's gonna be a problem. He's been hanging out with Yokotaro again, so I'm scared. I know. I know. <laughs> so I'm terrified. I'm like, mm-mm. Last time you hung out with him, we got Shadowbringers. Nope. Mm-mm. No, no, no. And it's almost I didn't check out that's the, crazy. I didn't, think I didn't that check out the yeah, I need to check out the near anime because apparently that's oh, like oh my god, Justin, go watch. I will I will tell anybody on this show right now, if you do not like the game, still go watch that cartoon. Well, what I heard was if you've played the game, it's, watch the show, yes, with the acknowledgement of all the endings you've done, because mm-hmm. it's it it fucks with you. And I'm like, okay. It it, it's, I'm not gonna lie. The reason I've stayed away from it is because I'm afraid that when it ends, it's gonna like delete my Crunchyroll subscription. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, and I you mean, can never watch this again. <laughs> trigger went off, man. 
trigger went off. They they did their thing. So hey man, I'm scared. I got too much blue lock to watch. This cannot continue. This cannot continue. Um okay. Now uh, now I'm gonna talk uh, that I'm gonna talk about Octopath. I'm not gonna get too much into it because spoilers, but I've started Octopath Traveler 2. And for those who may still be listening from when I played Octopath Traveler 1, Octopath Traveler 1 is in my top five favorite games. Uh, This might replace it. I am 45 hours in. I, 47, 47 hours in, which impressive. Um, Using my spring break well. Uh, Each character, so so like in in the vein of Octopath Traveler 1, there are eight characters. Each of the eight characters has their own unique path and story that they walk. And you 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 go through all of them. Like you you have to pick up everybody and you you go throughout go through all of them. It's kind of in a choose your own adventure way. You can go in any order you want. There's side quests, you can pick up side quests. Every single side quest adds to the narr- the overall world building narrative, which is something I I fucking love. Like that. It makes the world it, like when when they do that, it makes like the game world feel more full. Um, there they continue the trend of micro stories where if you find out when you, if you talk to like an NPC and you find out information from them, you find out information about that NPC and there's like a little store in that NPC. Like, um, there's a town where there is a coliseum. Go figure. Thank you, Square Enix. Um, and there are people in 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 this town. It's both it's both a town of scholars, like above ground. It's actually like there's this great scholarly building, a massive library, and it's a place of learning. Below ground is a well known coliseum. It's not even hidden. It's just below ground. Um, it's got flags on the outside of it. Actually, be <laughs> like go here. Um, but like in the town, there's merchants. There are former scholars who turned merchants. There's um, guards. There is a for a priest who, while still wearing the priest's garb, actually like uh, was siphoning money from the church and uh, uh, using it to uh, basically um, uh, funnel people into the Colosseum to be gladiators. Like he was assisting in human trafficking, and uh, there's um, there's people who had traveled from very far away to go to this library so they can find out information so they can like cure an illness back in their village, and this is all information that you pick up from NPCs. They're all like micro stories that add like just they each individually stack up and add to the world so that's that's something i i appreciate about the game and um i really liked it about it the first game and i was glad to see that they took it even further in this game um there isn't like not all of the characters have a super sad story that goes with them um some of them, like, the story kind of starts out sad but ends well but leaves the character with a great goal. Um, there's a the merchant Particio is a really good example of this. Uh, he was in a town. His father and a friend of his father started a mining town. 
and they lost the ta- they lost um the rights to the land and they lost like the t- and it drove the town into poverty and by the end of like the chapter like they're able to reclaim the land back and start to turn things over but it leaves Particio like as a merchant with a goal of how to end poverty like he genuinely wants to end poverty that's his goal and so he wants to travel and find out ways of assisting people because he he lived a life of being starving of starving and being in poverty um there's uh there's also a dancer who is just she's just a small town dancer like small country small small country she wants to be a star like her mom so she's going out on a journey to do that and then you have like more serious stories like throne throne is a thief who works for a thief's guild but she's bound by a collar and she can't leave if she tries to leave the collar will poison her and kill her and so she has to fight for her like she is she is actively fighting for her freedom and to survive oh the one piece slave collar is cool cool (laughs) yes um uh that one is much less triggering than the dancer story from uh uh octopath 2 where the dancer in octopath 2 was literally part of sex slave trade hmm. no exaggeration that was that was triggering for a lot of people it was because it didn't it it might have been it like it might be told with like the artwork might be sprites but it was still very graphic and triggering for a lot of people yes um throne is triggering i would say if you um uh if violence like like physical violence and abuse would like trigger you like um, there's definitely a warning there in in her opening chapter, but um, none of, none of the other characters have that. Um, uh, Hikari's story. Uh, Hikari is a warrior, um, and it's probably his story is probably one of the best show, pieces of shonen writing I have experienced ever. <laughs> Justin don't, was don't care for shonen too much. I don't care about well. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> you you can only tell the same story so many times. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, and in the same ways. And in like, and I, I'm, they're not all good. Some of them are really toxic. Mm. Um, and like, so you, you have Hikari, who is a warrior, clearly like a traditional, like, um Asian warrior and uh you know he he has to he has to fight like the darkness within him but he's against killing he's not against like he's not a pacifist though he's just he's against needless bloodshed like if if he has to kill a person to defend himself he is fine doing that but if he does not have to he will not do it but he's not like naive about it if that makes sense um, I know Justin was watching as I was streaming that and uh, got hit by how fucking good the music in this game is. Oh, yo, yo, I, I've been lurking on some streams. They that music slaps mm-hmm. very much. So. so, so fun fact that I discovered watching that stream: the composer for Octopath Traveler, uh, Yasunori Nishiki, is also the composer for Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel. 
And if you have heard anything from Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, the music has no right to be that damn good. <laughs> Literally no right to be that damn good. Listen, this person's a fucking genius. It's it's like he's 37 years old. He's what? just getting started. Yes. You have got to be. He is 37 years old. The music and the writing, like the music literally gives me goosebumps. Like there, there, there's motifs that they play. Like each character has like their own motif, which is something that's very similar to Octopath One, but they play a more elaborate version of it at the end of each chapter. And like, it gives me like the neural tingles all the way through. Like, um, there was there was a scene that I just did. It was a side quest scene where there was a woman playing a traditional uh, uh, Chinese lute. And um, again, just goosebumps. It was uh, it was extremely melancholy. Like it was like the the music in this game is wild. It's so good. I, I it it is it is probably the best soundtrack I have um I have ever experienced. It's that's up there. a lot. That's a so lot. so because I just did because I'm looking into this. Everything relates back to what? My guy got his start working with Kohei Tanaka on One Piece. Of course he did. Of course oh, he did. Of course, he did. <laughs> of course. That's how you bring it on back. Yeah, I hated it. Everything. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I should just know that whenever Justin says, you know what this means, it equals One Piece. I, so now I, just need, I, I have to figure out if he's responsible for all the Queen tracks because they sound like his style. You know what? Huh. Like, I gotta know. I got, I have to know specifically which songs he worked on. This is wild. So interesting. But not nah, like he 37. 37. 37. He's just getting started. Nah, he's good. Interesting. It, he don't miss. He's he's good. He's good. It's like it, it's amazing. Like I I, th- I need to cop this soundtrack. Like I desperately need the soundtrack. Um I've been taking like um because of the the chronic fatigue, like I get I just I get so tired. Um I cannot like Chronic fatigue is one of those conditions where, like, how you describe it is always inaccurate. <laughs> it's just like the wor- there are not words that do justice to how it feels. And so I've been I've been saying that I've been octo napping because, like, I'll just like prop my switch up like on my chest and I'll play, and then like I'll be in a zone. Like right now I'm in like this wintry zone, and the music is just so soothing that I'm asleep. <laughs> you woke up, you didn't play. You didn't I, woke up, you didn't beat four battles. You don't know how you did it. Well, and, and again, because like Hikari has like, like each character has their own motifs and Hikari's in particular, I find like very, like it, 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 it just relaxes my brain, Hikari's motif. So like you can, each character has like their own special ability that they can do during the day and they can do during the night. Okay, this is a spoiler. I'm so sorry. It's a soft spoiler, but you don't understand how funny this is to me. Now, the reason why it's funny, it I'm like the reason why he has this ability is not funny at all, but it's still funny. Um, the scholar uh analyzes people by day. The scholar is basically the magic user, but mugs people at night. I'm all in. 
<laughs> so that, that, <laughs> no, he, if you count magic as a gun, yes. <laughs> yes. What? I mean, yes. I. <laughs> I mean, I mean, so, Emmett pulled out a pistol. It's okay. Everybody can do it. He pulled I mean, out that toolie and said, okay, I, okay, I, I so could just do a magic bolt through your chest. <laughs> nah. Okay, so here's here's why he mugs people at night. <laughs> My man, and and this is part of the spoiler, and I'm, I'm so sorry for anybody who wants to play this game, but like it won't it won't take your enjoyment from the game. I promise. There's so much so much details I'm not getting into. Um, he was falsely imprisoned and basically got put into high fantasy Alcatraz for like five years. Uh, is his, he black? He's he's not, but no, he he got white man crimed. Uh, his business oh. partner uh, did a murder and then set it set him up for the fall. Yeah, he basically that is white man crime. Yeah, yeah, it, it's white man crime, and so uh, he basically lived in like Alcatraz for like five years. Um. Uh. And uh, so, yeah, so you've got, like, the magic user who, again, by uh, the magic user, a scholar, like, just he 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 analyzes people down. But it's actually like it's it's prison analyzing. So, like, you know, when you like like, you know, the uh, uh, folks who, uh, you know, been in crime, like how they can, like, size a person up. He's doing that. He's doing that, and that's how he gets information out of people. <laughs> so he does that during the day, and then he mugs assholes at, my, at night. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't have had that pocket watch on you, Mr. Aristocrat. And I would feel bad, except for you are uh, against poor people. So I really don't feel bad about it. Sounds like a hero to me. Okay. Talking about, you telling me this man is just running over like, anyway, you have to run that. Just, no. Nope. Yes. <laughs> Same yes. to watch, just run it. Yes, one of my favorite stream moments was having Bacon save their game so that they could rob someone real quick, run the, run his pockets just to make sure. That was my favorite bit. I was like, out of all of you playing the game, watching you save your game, look at a person, be like, I'm going to mug this dude, go save your game, then come back and mug this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if I could successfully mug them. <laughs> Run the chain. No, chain to watch, run it. No, just just empty no, no, the pocket. There's, there's, each person has a difficulty level. <laughs> so sure. I was testing a new difficulty level. Okay, but listen, I picked, I got elemental barrage on him, which is, uh, you know, I cannot, I'm having a really bad brain fog moment, but there's that specific superhero where as he like, he, um, he shoots like beams out of his hand. He goes pew, pew, pew. Can't remember, but uh, that describes a lot of them. But still, but the um, that's basically what elemental barrage is. He uh, he shoots like random magic out of his hands, and but it looks like he's punching. <laughs> so I've been using that to mug people <laughs> because it hits because it can hit. It it uses it uses a random assortment of. Uh, lightning, ice, and fire, and they're gonna have a weakness to one of those. And it does like 200 damage per hit, and it's like five to ten hits. 
So I'm going to use it. <laughs> Robbing people. Have Robbing no people. No, I'm. This game is super good. I, it's so good. I mean, I, you selling me? Like, I didn't like. I didn't play Octopath one because it was just too long. But yeah, I'll, I might check this one out. This game is going to be long, mm. but I, it is a hundred percent going to be long. I think it's worth it. Mm. Like, I think it's a game. Like, if you were going to put it on your backlog, I would genuinely say to move it up. Cool. Like, move it up in the list. It's very good. Also, if you move it up in the list, I can talk to you more about it. And I would like to talk to more people about it. So please play this game. <laughs> okay. All right. So then that's our homework assignment is to all buy Octopath Traveler 2. So we can talk about Octopath Traveler 2. I mean, I'm with it. I'm with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, that that's was fine. That sounds fine to me. Yeah. All right. So we got to do that. All right. Um, I've been told on this. I've been told on the stream like it's actually like a good my my Twitch stream has been really good for background. Oh yeah, no, that's because always, of the music. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm no, it is. Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely great. So, what is that? Uh, Twitch.com backslash Baconzilla. Strat. I think it's the Baconzilla. Yeah, it's the Baconzilla. The Baconzilla. The Baconzilla on Twitch. It's very pink and black. You can't miss it. It is very pink and black. He's very pink. Um, we have to begin the process of ending the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I'd like to say that, I mean, we could return. I mean, we could even return this week again, since there's a lot to talk about. I didn't get a chance to talk about, um, well, several things. The catastrophe. Uh, let's just say. <laughs> so are we going to talk about that? Let's just, I mean, we're going to have to do it again. Um, let's just, let's yeah, just say that. All the talk about Final Fantasy having a coherent story is... Uh, I'm jealous. No, no. Dog. I'm jealous. Um, so there is an there is an. What did they do? We have Final Fantasy downloaded, right? We will... Yeah, I can start. Um, <laughs> again, this is this is a whole rant. I'm not going to... Like, we really do yeah, need to wrap the program, but... Um, we'll just say that um, after an unprecedented three-year run of top-tier live-service storytelling, which I respect and admire greatly. Um, Destiny has fallen off the podium and into the moat, and we are trying to save it from alligators that are in the moat, trying to consume the once-great story. I can pinpoint exactly when, but that's another conversation. So when I hear (laughs) all this talk of a coherent story, um, I'm like, that must be nice. Um, I will say that um, Bungie announced that they are splitting the last two DLCs, Lightfall and the Final Shape, into two DLCs to, to reserve manpower. And man, does it show! Like it you shows. ever, you ever see when the ro- you see when the ro- the asphalt on the good neighborhood versus the asphalt in the bad neighborhood starts, and you can drive, listen, you drive all of a sudden, yeah, listen. yeah. <laughs> So there is a moment again. We will get into it later, but there is a moment where you can see where you start driving through the low-income neighborhoods, and those resources ain't being distributed as evenly and smoothly as they were a mile ago. I know. Wait, wait. wait. I know exactly the parts. Right. And that is how I feel as a Destiny player. I was about three miles ago. This road was smooth. Why? What the fuck is going on? (laughs) But again, that's for another time. Um, I just want to. Uh, thank you guys for your time. Uh, thank you guys for a uh, great show. 
Um, is there anything anybody wants to add real fast? Because I got to run. Anything real fast? Anything? Subscribe to my Patreon. That's uh, Patreon.com backslash UN Fridays, like United Nation Fridays, but not. Um, I think that is it for us. Thank you guys for listening. United, Na- United Nation Negroes. Always. And uh, you guys uh, have a pleasant day. <laughs>